to the fifth episode of the Swinburne Pop Culture Club podcast. I am your occasional illustrious host, Jess, uh, I pronounce it she, her, and today I am joined by two gentlemen who, I'm not going to bother introducing, they're going to introduce themselves, uh, Dimmy, who are you? Uh, g'day, I'm Dimmy, as you just you just said, you just introduced me, pronouns are he, him, how's it going? It's going, going good, and Oscar? Hello, my pronouns are also he, him. <laughs> okay, yeah. So, right, now today, you may wonder why I've brought you all here today, and it's for a reason, and that reason is Halo. So the gist of this podcast is we all have, we thought, hey, let's do a podcast on not just any Halo, but the first Halo, Halo Combat Evolved, released in 2001. Now, what well, we tried to do a thing where like, we all, all right, we'll, we'll play it through for those of us who haven't played it, we'll replay it, just we'll like play it for the first time and just in the last like few weeks and get our get our like you know get our reactions get our thought i played it again even though i played it like 30 times over my life because i just wanted to get my thoughts fresh um but first uh you know let's go what, what is our history with halo and you know oscar what's your history with the halo franchise of video so, games and other multimedia and other media properties so my history with the Halo franchise is that I have played exactly half of a Halo game. <laughs> um, that being Combat Evolved. Um, and that is not just my history with Halo, but also my history with first-person shooter games in general. So, um, yep, that's my history. Dimmy, what about you? <laughs> oh, boy. Um, well, i got a... My dad got me uh, the original Xbox, like when I was when I was real young, like early two thousands, when I, you know, probably just barely started talking, and it came with Halo Combat Evolved, and I played up until the one to the third mission, and that's when they introduced a specific enemy type, and they scared me, because I was so young, so I stopped playing, and I started playing a few years later and just never stopped played through all the halo one skipped halo two um but then i played halo three from like launch for to be quite honest probably like at least a thousand hours that was that was my early high school just life halo reach and then dropped out and halo 3 odst which was my late high school life um um, I'm a Halo fanboy. I eventually go back to Halo 2, which is an absolute classic. Um, love what was the love enemy that scared them. you off the first one? Oh, it was actually not the, the scariest enemy. Uh, it was it was just the Hunters. They were just big and, big and scary for a very young me. Hmm. Um, there is something far scarier, which you probably didn't re- reach if you got through half of the, the first Halo <laughs> game. That's my history. Okay, so yeah, what's what's your history then, Jess? Okay, well, my history is much closer, is kind of similar 
to Demi's in that I I never actually had well my family never actually had an original Xbox we had a PS2 around that age and, and like an N64 around that age we did and but I did play Halo I remember because at the time I mean like a few years after Halo origin Halo CE originally came out it came that it was ported to the personal computer I don't know why I said it like that but I just wanted to add, just wanted to have gravitas to what I'm saying. Uh, so yeah, so Halo, Halo came out on PC, and as part of it, this was back in the day when, like, you know, when, you know, games would release with, like, fairly substantial demos. And Halo, and Halo CE, for the PC release, did do that. It had, its demo was, like, it was the entirety of Mission 4 of the campaign, the silent cartographer, which is now etched in every element of that mission has been etched into my mind from playing it continuously when I was about like eight or nine um like and also it had local it had like online multiplayer or at least like land multiplayer I don't really remember how with one with one map which was blood gulch and so those things, two things are my most, the two the two memories from Halo One that are most etched into my mind because, for the longest time, they were my memory of Halo One. But when I was in high school, there was a cracked version of the Halo PC port running around. Yes. And yes. so I played, and so that's when I played the original. That's when I played the Halo CE campaign for the first time, and I was like, oh, this is cool. But, it was announced. That the Halo Master Chief Collection, which is a collection of all the Halo games from one to four, it was announced that Reach, Halo Reach, was coming to that, which was Bungie's last, the original developer's last Halo game that was released in like 2010. That was coming to Master Chief Collection for the first time, and that when that, as that, that was coming to the, to, to the collection, the collection was coming to PC, and I was like, mm. oh my god. Finally, I can play Halo again. Because that I announcement play... was insane. I remember yeah. it. Like people had been clamoring for it for oh, so yeah. long. Halo on PC ever since Halo Two was the last one. Halo Two Vista, which mm. I, I that was actually the first time I played Halo Two. I didn't. Even, it wasn't even like through the MCC. I played like Halo Two Vista, and since then nothing on PC, and we're all clamoring for it, and it finally happened, and just. Everyone lost it. It was insane. No kidding. Yeah, I lost. I realized. I was like, holy shit. Like, because I was like, oh my god, I've played Halo for so long. Like, I've always been a Halo, like, someone who really loves Halo, but like, I've been on PC for the last while. So, like, I can't. Last 10 years of them, I've been pretty much exclusively playing PC. I don't have it. I didn't have it. I never have. I've never had an Xbox One. Like, so it was like, okay, I can't play this. But now it's like, now I can. I can finally. And I can finally play Halo 2 for the first time properly. Yeah. So that's all our histories with Halo. Well, if you've enjoyed Jess's long and extensive history of Halo, um, please make sure you tune in to the next podcast two weeks from now. That's all the time we have. Yeah. Um, but like... yeah, I tried to keep it brief. I'm, I, I should have gone I should have gone more. I know. The thing is... I was that... holding back so much. That was me keeping a brief. There are things in there I haven't even mentioned. I didn't even mention the top-down shoot 'em ups, which I'm not going to because that would take us too long. 
and I've and I've only talked about games. I was holding a multimedia back. franchise now. So I guess my question is, someone who is a Halo novice, like what, like, made you guys stick with Halo for so long? I mean, it's the best. Personally, yeah, just I just personally, it's just I've always liked shooters anyway. Like, I was big into Call of Duty. I was big into Battlefield. Like, I've been, I've, I've just always liked first-person shooters anyway, and like. And, like, I liked Halo. Also, I feel like what I liked most about Halo was that for the longest time it was the campaigns. And it still kind of is. Like, I... Most of my time spent in Halo has been spent in the campaigns. Like, because I just like it. Um, And also, another thing that's really brought me in about Halo is the universe. Like, I am somewhat obsessed with the Halo universe. Like, to an extent that I'm not... That, like, I'm not with any other fictional universe. Like... There's this thing called the Halo Wiki, which is like, you know, all all media franchises, like, they all have their own wikis. Like, you know, there's Wikipedia for Star Wars. Yeah, like, yeah. All this, all them. Halo has one, yeah. And it's like, it's quite in-depth because Halo has... Halo's had a long history, not just... Because there's not just the games. There's been the books, which have literally existed since slightly before the games have. Because the first book really? was a tie-in and it was released before, the, before Halo CE. And then there's all... Yeah, there's been games... There's been, there's been true crime podcasts which have been very good. Hunt the truth, they, those are fucking good. <laughs> Unfortunately, they also hint a Halo Five that is much better than the one we got, but I'm not going to get into that. Um, and like, then there's also just like there's been a few like short like short live action series. By a couple, I mean two. There's been there was like an animated anthology series that was Halo Legends yeah Halo Legends which is like an uh, anthology anime film it was good I kind of want them to do something like that again it's pretty good Um, then there's the comics as well and yeah so that Halo is quite extensive I didn't know it was was so extensive because for me like when I think of like um, how popular Halo is or like it's you know, legacy, as it were, I think of two things. And the first is that Microsoft went and named its actual AI assistant after the AI assistant in Halo. Yes, they did. Um, and the second is Red versus Blue. So... Yeah, Red versus Blue, that's another thing that's also... Thinking on the popularity of Halo, it's monumental. Like, you think of games like Fortnite and Minecraft nowadays that are just all-encompassing. At the peak of Halo, like, late Halo 2, early Halo 3, that was the game that was all-encompassing. That really? was it. These were the games of midnight releases with lines oh. pouring out of the stores. These are the games wow. where, like, you'd see screenshots of, like, the play count, which was, like, visible on Halo 3 when you drop, drop into multiplayer, which was, like, over a million people at a time, which hmm. is pretty not common, but is like not unheard of nowadays but back then it was insane it was was the game yeah it was a thing where it's like it was the biggest piece of the of the game of like the gaming industry for a long time like like you know when you knew how they came out i was like all right that was everything for like a few weeks or months like and yes the industry and like the the medium was a lot smaller back then so like yeah like you look at, like, how many copies, like, Halo 3 sold, and it's like, it's a lot, and it was more than pretty much any game other in that year. 
but it's not like but like these days games sell a lot more because there's just more in general also halo 3 was sort of marked a turning point from halo 1 to halo 3 halo was unstoppable it's like it was everything halo 3 released in 2007 like the near the start of the year towards the end of the year call of duty 4 modern warfare released and marked like the next decade where call of duty was the biggest thing ever up until really sort of the end of halo 3's lifespan um which is a very loose term considering the servers for the original halo 3 are still up today but up until the end of its like mainstream popularity even with modern warfare's release it was still like the biggest contender if not still on top until it started to die out halo 3 that like when i was playing it and i just played the hell out of both the campaign and the multiplayer the multiplayer is where i poured in all my hours that that probably had the longest lifespan of any game that i've ever seen that's not either a fortnite minecraft or a moba it is absolutely the longest lifespan of any first person shooter that i have seen and it outlasted like any sort of expectations for how long a game should last in terms of popularity that thing's servers were full for years after its release even up until halo reach drop and even and even then it was kind of like a 50 50 split between who was playing halo 3 and halo reach for like the first year or so of reach's release it was incredible yeah halo Halo was, again, I feel like, yeah, there was that sort of period in Halo 2007 where, like, because Modern, Modern Warfare, the first Modern Warfare marked the, like, the, the start of Call of Duty's rise, but, like, it wasn't, it happened slowly. I feel like by the time, two years later, when Modern Warfare 2 came out, like, it was everything, like, and again, because, like, another Halo game wouldn't come out for, like, another year, and, like, so Call of Duty had the spotlight, and they're just like, alright, we are now the biggest thing ever. I guess even, like, until... And then later on in, like, 2011, Minecraft, which is something we may have talked about before, started to sort of take the spotlight more. And then over the next, like, sort of few... Again, this feel like... But also, it's like, am I out of touch? Am I just too hardcore of a gamer to, like, be able to <laughs> see this shit clearly? But, like, I feel like it's like... It was, it was like, Halo was the biggest thing. Then it was Call of Duty. Then it was Minecraft. And then I'm not entirely sure what happens until about, like, you know, 2018, 2019, whenever Fortnite got big. And now it's the big thing. Like, I'm not sure what happened in those intervening, intervening years. I don't know. The Dark but, Ages. Yeah, because my... Yeah. So, yeah, so, so Halo has had that experience of being, you know, the killer app, as it was called. It's like, yeah. it's the reason you buy an Xbox. Like... But then it's like, he's also yeah. had that, he's like, I feel like it's settled sort of into like, because by the time of Halo Reach, it was like, everyone was like, oh yeah, Halo's a good game. It's like, it's not like the the biggest gaming franchise on earth anymore, but like, it's good. And like, the games are good. And when they come out, people like, like them. But it's like, it's not like earth shattering like Call of Duty was. And it's sort of maintained that even through around after Reach, they switched developers because they switched Bungie was the original studio that made the original Halo games. Like 1, 3, 1, 2, 3, ODST and, and Reach. After that, they went off, signed with Activision Blizzard and did Destiny for a while. They still do. 
Um, and Microsoft, in their place, got the rights to Halo and set up a new studio called 343 Industries to run, to basically make, to be the studio that makes Halo. And it has been questionable about whether that was actually a sound idea creatively. Like, is it good <laughs> to make a franchise to, like, for the sole purpose of continuing... Is it is it really that positive to, like, make a creative studio for the sole purpose of continuing to make a franchise that someone else started? Like, is that, like, creatively healthy? They went through a lot of sort of teething problems. Like, Halo 4, I think, was a good game. I think it misstepped a lot, but, like, I like what it was doing. But I think, like, it, that team was handed way too much responsibility. Like, they were thrown way in the deep end and the fact that they managed to get anything out at all is kind of impressive um so the impression i get is that both of you two really enjoy halo <laughs> that is it yeah. is sort of a thing yeah yeah um i'd say so so you know again i feel like you know do you know the kind of people who we could talk about halo our history with halo what we like about it four hours and no one wants to hear that so let's add some structure into this. Let's do what we actually initially set out to do rather than got derailed with history. So Halo Combat Evolved. It was the first Halo game in the franchise. It was made by Bungie, who at this time were not a particularly big studio. They were known. They'd done stuff that people had liked for a bit, but it was all PC stuff. Halo originally was meant to be released on the Mac. And there is a very famous... If you look it up, there is a very famous like video presentation of like a very early build of halo where it's like it's sort of like you know a trailer like a long trailer that was presented at Macworld like 1999 yeah, by steve and jobs it's in- yes it's introduced by steve jobs it says this is a new cool thing halo and it's like that's weird but then you watch and you're like okay that no that's clearly halo like but like there's some weird differences in it but i'm not gonna get into them as a halo nerd um they um Sorry to go off on a bit of a tangent here. I actually recently um, watched a YouTube video that had like some of the original Halo CE developers like doing background commentary and they like briefly touched on that and just how much of a hellscape the development of the original Halo was because even as a precursor to the Macworld version of Halo, it was first an RTS. Yes, it was. (laughs) Then it was a third person shooter. Mm-hmm. And then it was that, and by this point, Bungie was going broke, and they had to sort of scrap that together for the MacWorld presentation. I remember them talking about it, and Jason Jones, one of the founders of Bungie, like walks out with Steve Jobs, and he like goes to press a button on the computer to play the thing, and they were talking about how freaked out and how nervous he was about pressing that button because there was about a forty percent chance that the trailer just wouldn't run correctly and it would just be incredibly broken. By that yeah. point, they had barely scrapped together like the remnants of what would later be Halo. And then they would go broke. They'd go completely bankrupt. They'd get bought out by Microsoft. Steve Jobs was probably a little bit upset with that because he no longer gets his Mac game. And they're like, okay, make this first person shooter for the Xbox. You've got about a year left. And <laughs> somehow they pulled it off an fps for the console for any console at that point was either goldeneye or 
horrible we, or like good, weird bad. or like really weird janky ports of doom like and, that and was basically it that's it they recreated what it was to be a first person shooter on the console with about a year's left of notice and basically starting from scratch on a completely new piece of hardware it's insane it's it's just insane it, like, what they managed and to it do. works like it functioned it was the, the thumbstick controls the yeah the thumbstick that was not a thing yeah 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 that was not a thing prior to halo we haven't even actually talked about the game we've actually spent the last week we are talking about so, the problem is we are no we no, are talking about the game we, no, we, need, we haven't talked about the playing of it so we've been talking about all the stuff that <laughs> one second one second also an important to note at this point Bungie was doing multiple things when they started like making the first Halo like when that was all happening like they weren't just making Halo they were making another game called Oni which name which name wise Halo references a lot like there is now there is an Oni in the Halo universe which is quite big and all powerful um yeah there was like and basically the way because there there was this big Halo like they at the when Halo Reach was published and when they were like when independent they posted like this hour-long doc video documentary about the history of Bungie and as part of that they're like oh yeah no all like the only team and like all like the other teams that are working on all, all the other stuff basically just got pulled onto Halo like and it was like because like oh shit this isn't going to get ready we need to be ready like because otherwise Microsoft's going to like probably sue us or shit and like then we'll be really bankrupt again <laughs> and then somehow it all pulled together and Halo was a monumental success and like changed the landscape of console gaming it made it like made the xbox because it was a launch it was a launch title for it and yeah as us so yeah oscar you, you, oscar you do raise a good point we should actually talk about the game yeah I was so, say, so now that we've like spent like half an hour talking about anything but playing combat evolved like, yeah can I, Let's... can I, as some, like, obviously you guys have made it very clear just how much you love Halo. So mm. can I offer my kind of opinion on after playing Combat Evolved over this past week? Yeah, of course. I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I really did not have much fun playing it, to be honest. And I don't know whether that's the game or like, I just don't like, I haven't played, like, I haven't really played much in terms of first person shooters even up to this point. So I, it could even just be that. But I think the best way I can explain it is my favorite games outside of Minecraft are Super Smash Brothers and the Bayonetta games, which are obviously also, which also, you know, obviously are still combat oriented games. Like not obviously not in any way similar to Halo, but they still focus on, you know, defeating enemies in a sense. What I think frustrated me playing Combat Evolved is that there's you just there's not much connection i suppose with between you and engaging with enemies like you just kind of point at them and shoot them what i really wish i had had was a dodge or a block button like because i just found myself like constantly taking damage without even realizing it and then like oh crap my health is low or my shield is low i need to like hide and recharge like oh there's no cover i guess i'll die like <laughs> i mean part that's Part of the reason of that is, I mean, how do I word this? All of the enemy weapons, literally every single one of them, are projectile based, not hit scan. So instead of just, they aim at you, bullet hits you, 
they aim at you, projectile comes out of gun, and then it hits you. A lot of Halo is learning the movement and being able to not get hit, I guess. And, and that's kind of part of the sort of reason behind that sort of development style where... Because um, the AI in Halo 1 is is very good. You will, you will die. I'm not, I'm not surprised that like you had a rough time like that because in terms of a 2001 game, the AI was insane. But they all had projectile weapons, which means they can all be dodged and they can all be outplayed. It's just very difficult to... Um, but yeah, no, I completely understand where you're coming from. Can I ask, Oscar, what difficulty were you playing on? Normal. Okay, yeah. Um, speaking of, like you say, like, oh, I wanted, I wanted to dodge, like I wanted to block. You might actually be interested in more of some of the more recent Halo games, because starting in in Halo Reach, sprinting became a thing, and also there were armor abilities, some of which were like a block, a basically sort of a block, some of which were... There was there is a there is a move called evade which literally you just like dart in one direction and like because halo 5 is part of like the advanced movement sort of thing that's going on in f that went on in fps's for a while so like you've got a dodge you've got like you've got dash abilities you've got like a jump yeah, a double jump I, th I think that's probably a good way to sum my frustrations it's just like the movement like it's just there isn't enough of it like I said, like Bayonetta, the Bayonetta games and Smash Brothers, they place huge emphasis on movement. There's a lot of different ways to get out of the way of enemy attacks and position yourself to better attack your enemies. Um, but there just wasn't any of that in Halo, I felt. Like, it's just very slow, trudging walk. Like, <laughs> the whole time. Yeah. I mean, there's plenty there of ways to go about every kind of scenario in halo it's just i guess a different kind of thinking you need to go about for it it's yeah see i i know the bayonetta games i just haven't played them so i can't exactly relate but i assume it's a very difficult different way of thinking you need to go about for yeah. every sort of scenario it's I, not I, I it's not that's... really like you're sort of run-of-the-mill sort of first-person shooter cover stand behind cover pop out shoot it's really sort of running around flanking there is a lot more movement than you than you might think in it it's just finding ways yeah. to sort of outplay that enemy ai and once that sort yeah. of clicks it it really clicks and i think it's just kind of my preferences like i prefer games with very fast very precise combat which halo doesn't it's much more um it's much slower slower paced yeah halo um, one yeah halo one is probably like again it's sort of the slowest of them all halo 2 is quite fast from what i hear and then also you get it's like halo 5 is literally like literally fast because like it's yeah, it's fast in like the same fast. way that like titanfall is fast because like all right you're darting around and there was like that area of call of duty as well which like yeah um, yeah, Halo, yeah, One, Halo One. Halo it's, One is... it's really a product of how old it is. It's very, yeah. it's a very floaty game. You like, feel yeah. very, a lot slower than the later games. Yeah, as someone who's like play, yeah, as playing all the Halo games, like you notice, like Halo One, it is clear that like it's the first one. It's the most basic. Like it's like the combat loop is it's solid. It's very good, but it's like it is basic inherently. Like, um, 
yeah, like it is inherently, and that is something that developed and well, but also went in directions that some people liked and some people didn't. When when Halo like when Halo Reach came up with other abilities and like you could now you can sprint and you can dodge. A lot of the purists who like like Halo One hated it. I kind of liked it, but anyway. Um, so I guess you know. So that's the basic gameplay, you know. Um, I guess maybe I'll just ask you guys, you know. What do you think of the level design and shit? Like, the environments that you were playing through? I think the environments and the setting and everything to do about the feel of the game, and again, I'm incredibly biased, but I think they're some of the best in any any first-person shooter whatsoever. Just And you can't even just sort of cut it down to how the, how the levels look um and how you traverse around it it's the whole encompassing environment so the sound design the the goddamn music like you it's a first person shooter but you'll be like transitioning from environment to environment at some stages and like the music comes in the sound design comes in and it's just it's just almost relaxing as you're walking through this room and just killing a, a room full of grunts and elites and such it's amazing and i remember like the first time that um coming off the first mission pillar of autumn as you crash onto the halo ring and the first time you step out of that drop pod in like the early 2000s stepping out there and seeing that massive massive open space and like the halo ring on the horizon coming up just chef's kiss beautiful yeah that was that's the kind of thing that a lot of that people talk about a lot is like oh that moment that moment when you step out of the of, of like the escape pod onto the halo ring like oh um again i feel so, like it's something it is incredible it's like it's something i remember is that halo c at this point is a 20 year old game like and when you're dealing with like at the time i imagine it looked incredible and like we we're like oh my god that looks so real and it's like because I remember thinking that about Halo 3 when I was a kid. And I played Halo 3 recently, and it's like, it doesn't, it looks a bit rough. Like, I guess that's the whole inter- inherent thing of, like, going realistic art styles, is, like, they inherently age somewhat poorly. But, like, I feel like, maybe, I feel like Halo CE is old enough to where, like, it's sort of blocky enough, like, it's not, it's clearly... It's, it's clearly, clearly aged. Yeah, it's clearly aged, but, like, it's a, I feel like it's aged better because like it's at that point where it's like alright yeah I can look at this and like I'm not conv- I'm not like misled and being like oh this is realistic like it's See, in that some of their later games were like it's, it's yeah to with. I mean the thing is like the obviously the way it looks and the, the graphical fidelity of Halo's 1 to 3 really are dated but the overall art style and art direction from Halo 1 to 3 is, it, it's almost timeless. It's, it's, it's incredible. Halo 1, obviously the most dated, and that one is starting to show its age in terms of that art style. But going to Halo 3, yes, if you look like at some of the disgusting face models, they're not great. And you zoom in on some, some things and it's horrible, but the overall art style and art direction of that game is like 
it's insane that it came out in 2007. It looks you, it looks great. It looks great. It's just the actual fidelity of those graphics is not as great. I'll so I'll offer my two cents on this. On like yeah, the as you know, thing. you're the you're the graphic, you're the artist. Well, yeah. So, not gonna lie, I didn't actually like the level design that much because a decent chunk of it I found a bit generic, like you know, grass and beach and snow, like you know um not i mean like the indoor bits are interesting but it seems like anytime you're outdoors like there's just not much imagination going on aside from the fact that you can see like the ring above you sort of thing um and i also thought that for a game where the the player character walks rather slowly (laughs) the levels that were all very large and not and didn't always do a lot to justify how big they were like there wasn't much to find like i feel like in levels those bigs like they need like you need to be able to explore and find interesting things but like there just wasn't really much of such a thing and also like there were just like some mechanical times with the level design like how stingy the game is with like handing out health pickups and extra ammo like i just found myself like constantly like you know running low on health or running low on ammo and also when, did, mean, you, when does com- when did combat evolved come out did you say sorry 2001 Com- combat evolved came out in 2001 he was talk- i think yeah. he was talking about no, I, I will say, I will say like, yeah i will say the uh the graphical technology like it th- like in terms of like graphics it does look good for a 2001 game but i just feel like they probably could have it, it, like I didn't like how it looks, not because of oh, old graphics or it looks bad. I just feel like they could have perhaps um, been a bit more imaginative with like the environments. Like I said, like they were kind of generic. At least the parts I played. Maybe that that improves like later in the game. But I just kind of felt like the parts I played were very bland, you know, kind of settings that like are very common in video games in general. Like you know, grassy hills, like snow and beach. You know, like. Um, Ironically speaking, if you wanted to pick up like later in the game, you are cu- honestly, honestly, Oscar. I feel like Halo's second half is a fair bit weaker than its first half. Like, because its first half is yeah, all go, unique. Yeah. Like, it is all new stuff. Consider that um, mission. Two of the missions in like the second half of the game are pretty much re- repeats. And like reversals of missions that had happened earlier, like Oscar, you know you're 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 so you basically got up to assault in the control room. Yes. Yeah. Um. The mission three, like so, that's mission five. Mission eight is basically assaulting on, on the control room, but backwards. <laughs> but and with different like, like it's literally pretty much the same map. Like it is literally it's the, like it's the same location. And mission nine, remember, remember Truth and Reconciliation that when you boarded that Covenant warship to, yeah, to rescue the captain, rescue Captain Keys. Yeah, you go back there in mission nine, but uh, things are a bit different because also, yeah. So also there is one thing I need to mention, like if we're talking about graphics and like art direction and stuff. 
Halo CE doesn't technically have one art style. It essentially has two. Because there was the original, which was released in 2001. Then in 2011, there was Halo Combat Evolved Anniversary was released. Which Don't talk to me about Anniversary. It's, it's a weird remaster. It's a weird remaster, because, like... You know, some remasters like, alright, we'll remake the game, but a new engine, like... This one takes place in the exact, in pretty much the exact same engine, but with textures and lighting changed. Like, that is... And literally, it means that you can literally run the game... It, it does mean you can do a cool thing where... Because it's running on the same engine, you can swap out the textures and, like, the lighting on the fly. Like, yeah, you literally I'm, press I'm a button and it switches between them. Um... So what? Okay. So speaking of that, like, because on because the version of Master Chief Collection is it's 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 anniversary because it's the most recent and up to date one. So, what did you what graphics did you play it on? Classic. Yeah, the re, the new ones. Okay. I hate the anniversary edition. I got to be honest, they completely butchered the overall dire- art direction the overall mood of so many levels every you could there was this really i'm stealing this from from another comment i read on the internet at some some other point you can see so much yet so little like there's so much detail and it's so bright and glaring yet everything kind of blends into each other you've got missions i'm Okay, to, to get to get into this, I, I need to explain uh, to, something to Oscar, because he didn't get to this point in the game. Um, shortly after uh, Assault on the Control Room, it's 343 Guilty Spark, which is when the game takes a massive turn. Um, spoilers for anyone who still Oh yeah, by the way, massive this. spoilers. For, I'm massive sure spoilers. The Perhaps the biggest spoiler um, in the entire Halo franchise um, so you, you start off in this swamp trying to find, uh, Captain Keys, who's gone missing. Uh, his, his radio is cutting out. You traverse through this, this dark and misty swamp. You get to this, like, sort of ancient sort of architecture. And you see a, a horde of covenant, a horde of the aliens just kind of running out away from something. You see a bunch of gunfire. And you go in, there's alien blood everywhere. There's corpses everywhere. You slowly... There's weird goo dripping from the ceilings in some of the areas. Eventually, you get to a room and you find the the helmet of, like, a dead soldier. And you sort of... He's got, like, a sort of recording in it and you go back and watch the recording. And that's when it's revealed what the Covenant was running from. Because they they accidentally released uh, the parasite known as the Flood. Which is my favourite goddamn thing in the entire series. Which is this all-encompassing parasite. It's basically... They're basically smart zombies if you really want to just be <laughs> real blunt with it. But there's so much deep lore to them. There's, there's so much depth to their combat. To how they look. To how they act. Basically, it turns... Like, for those who just did not see this coming. It turns it into a horror game on the spot. It's, it's such an insane turn. Basically, the mood of that entire level is immaculate. Anniversary graphics, really bright swamp, glaringly bright sort of lights on the interior of the architecture, completely ruins the mood. It, it's like, 
343 Guilty Spark on classic graphics, like, it's not like you can barely see anything, but it's actively sort of dark. And the lighting in there means something. You turn on anniversary graphics and the lighting means nothing. It, it just... Uh, yeah. Generic like, first-person shooter number 364. Yeah. Like, specifically 343 Guilty Spark, it's like... So, like, yeah, in the original graphics, it's basically like a dark, moody swamp. In anniversary graphics, it basically becomes sort of like a fairly bright rainforest. Now that I think about it, I don't know if that might have to do with your distaste of, like, the overall sort of environments and such, Oscar. On classic graphics, yes, they're still the same basic environments of grassy hills, snow, beach. But the actual architecture and the structures that are there, like... Yeah, like they're just their structures but like the art style is it makes it feel so foreign so like alien and yet ancient at the same time i can't really ex- explain it without going like f- further deeper into the into the lore than i already have but yeah. it's 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 just like a timeless art style it's so basic yet it's just it works so well yeah halo one anniversary was like because it's the it's it was the first of two anniversary. They also did Halo Two anniversary, which, which is I actually feel, good. It works a lot better because also I feel like a thing because Halo One Halo Halo One anniversary it doesn't actually use all its own like models and tech and assets. It uses it reuses a lot of them from Halo Reach, which is a game di- which is a game with a completely different art style. Like it's a completely different theme. Like it's completely different. That's a th- that's again that's a game that's not that's like not not set on Halo Ring. It's set on a on like a human planet. It's like it is a very grounded game. It doesn't work in Halo One for One. Like, yeah, I feel like Halo Halo One Anniversary. I can understand why they did it, and like I think it's cool that like tech technically that they pulled that off and like it works. I just think it was a bit of a miss this step. Um, yeah, yeah. Anyway, we probably need to wrap this up now because we've been talking about this for like almost an hour. So. Oh yeah, I just we realized. Could, yeah, we could talk again. We could talk about no, Halo. I won't forever. let that happen. Jess, you prepared a Halo quiz for us, did you not? I <laughs> have read a Halo quiz. Thank you for mentioning that, Oscar. If you listen to one of our previous podcasts, the Minecraft podcast, you'll note that for that I made a fun little quiz. However, this one, um, we only, as opposed to having four contestants, we only have two. We only have Dimmy and Oscar, because I have to host it. So, this may go different. I'm sorry, Oscar. We'll see how this goes. It's yeah, also, fault. yeah, the person who knows more about Halo may, may do better at this. Um, but, like, last time when I said the Minecraft quiz, it, like, there was, like, Ben had done, like, a cool intro. So, I'm going to hope he's done that again and say... And everyone, welcome to the Halo Quiz. (laughs) So, I have written, in a definitely not rushed fashion again, I have written 10 multiple choice questions. They are all, all basically but two of them are related directly to Halo Combat Evolved. To the game that you two have both played. So Oscar, theoretically, you should be okay with this roughly right. because it's it's related to a game that you played there are others that don't but like anyway so 10 multiple choice questions each with four options 
I will read out the question. I will then read out the options. After that, you could buzz in with your name and answer the question. If you're right, you get the point. If you're wrong, I hand it to the other person and maybe they get the point or maybe you both just lose. So, fuck it. Let's get started. So, yes, question one. How many multiplayer maps was Halo CE released with in 2001? Oscar. Was it A? Wait, wait, wait. No, I, I'm, I'm, I'm Was it A, 7, B, 13, C, 5, or D, 10? Dimmy? Dimmy. Oh, I think it was 10, but I feel like I'm wrong. Your feeling was correct. You are wrong. Damn it. Oscar, <laughs> do you want to take a punt? Was it five? Five was incorrect. Oh, but no. Because it's no so, points either of us then. Yeah, so neither. Yeah. The answer, was the answer was 13. It was 13. Okay. They released... Halo. The Halo PC version released with a few more less well-made maps. A few... Also, fun fact about Halo... I like the Halo PC maps. Yeah. Well, they were all right. They were... Big, that big island big. one, I thought that was so cool. That was just a rehash of silent cartography. It was all very weird. Yeah, but it was cool as a multiplayer map. Uh, it was neat. We were just flying around in a banshee on like a big team battle. It was just, it was a nice experience. Let weirdly, me have my nostalgia. So it's weirdly, that's the thing. That's the thing I was didn't mention earlier, but you know, may as well mention it now. Halo CE's multiplayer is very fondly remembered. Like originally, on, on oh, originally yeah. released on, you know, when it released on the Xbox, it had... The only way you could play multiplayer was in four-player split-screen or using System Link, where you literally just plugged two Xboxes together. Oh, it was so good. I remember Fun I, fact. Never, I never had any big sort of multiplayer sessions, but I'd go over to my cousin's place and he'd be doing like a massive four Xbox System Link with like 16 players and like four TVs running Halo. It was so good. Yeah, wow. yeah it was wild. And the weird thing, for such a like massive feature and like... Halo became known for its multiplayer. Like, it was a massive feature. It was pretty much a last-minute addition. They weren't planning to do it until, like, they, like... Some some people, like, on the team prototyped it. I'm like, oh, this is actually quite fun. And they're like, oh, this is quite good. Let's put this in. And let's see if anyone cares. Yeah. Turns out they did care. They cared a lot. And yeah. the rest is history. The Next rest question. is history. Question two. How many species of the Covenant appear in as enemies in Halo CE? Was it A, 4, B, 3, C, 7, or D, 5? Dimmy. Dimmy. 4. Correct. I saw you counting them with your hands. <laughs> Correct. Can you name them oh, for me? Oh, that's depressing. Grunt, Elite, Jackal, Hunter. Correct. Fun fact, hunters aren't actually, like, big... They're just worms they're, that all coalesce into a single worms. being. And they oh, reappear yeah. in Halo 3, not just as hunters, but also as scarabs, which are big walker things. They're, like, mega, like, big mech. Really it's also cool. why they can't... So the Flood, they the f um, they get their little spore things, and they, they attach it to you, and they, they infect you, and they turn you. It's also why they're really difficult to infect, because they can't just attach, like, a, a Flood parasite mm. and turn it you'll turn, like, one little worm and the rest of the hunter is just like, okay. It's, so it's like, really it's not even, it's, it's not even that. It's the individual worms, they're called Let Golo, that make up, like, a hunter. 
each individual worm, which they're all independent organisms, each one is too small for a flood for the flood to actually infect. Like yeah. it just doesn't work. So yeah, that's interesting. So they're basically immune to the flood. Well, they're not immune to the flood, like punching and shooting them with guns, but they are immune to getting infected. Anyway, okay. So question three. We move away slightly temporarily from Halo CE to talk about other things. In 2010, the so far only Halo anime series was released. What was it called? Dimmy? I, Dimmy. Halo Legends? It was. I forgot to even read out the options. Shit. <laughs> I, was, I, I was forgot to read out A, B, C, and D. And we <laughs> talked about it earlier. Oh, no. To be honest, Halo Legends was a collection of animated shows. Not all of them were in the anime art style. Some of them were sort of more of an animated comic book style. You do make a good point. No, I do make a good point. So we're three questions in. Dimmy is um, leading 2-0. Um, Oscar, how are you going? Good. Next question. <laughs> okay, get this over and done with? We'll do. So, question four. What is the name of the species that built the Halo rings? Was it A, Sangali? Dimmy. B, Dimmy. You can't... I need to read Timmy. them all out first. It's a dick move. <laughs> B, Forerunners. C, Musculus Antarcticus. Or D, Precursors. Dimmy. Dimmy. I want to say Forerunners. You're correct. Dimmy, you are now on three out of four. Okay. You know what? I think we need to make this fair. Next question... Oscar gets a first shot at. That's rude. Okay. What Question five. What ship class does the UNSC Pillar of Autumn that is featured in Halo CE belong to? So that's the big ship that yes, you start that like. Is. It's called the Pillar of Autumn. That's the first that was named. It's the big ship that appears and then eventually crashes on the Halo Ring. Is it A, a Paris class heavy frigate? B, an Orion class carrier? C, a Halcyon-class light cruiser, or D, an Arleigh Burke-class destroyer? Okay, the one that rings a bell the most is the Ryan one. Unfortunately, that is incorrect. Damn. Dimmy, do you know this I'm one? actually not 100%. Is it A? It is not. The Paris... Oh. Okay, so, the Orion-class carrier is a thing that just exists elsewhere in the lore. It doesn't really appear in the games ever. But also, it's carrier, so I thought, right, that might confuse you. The Paris-class heavy frigate only appears in Halo Reach. Which one? otherwise the... doesn't. So the correct answer was C, Halcyon-class light cruiser. Um, also, D, Arleigh Burke-class destroyer. That's just literally a destroyer that the US Navy uses today. Nice. That's not in Halo Reach. What was the Paris-class in Reach? The Paris-class was only in Reach. It was basically the frigate in Reach. Frigates are basically the only ships that appear in, like, Halo 2, 3, and Reach. Got it. I've played too much Reach. It's probably why I thought of that. Yeah. Um, okay. So. So, we're now halfway through. We are... Dimmy has three points out of a possible five. Oscar has zero. Um, question six. 
What YouTube channel created the popular Halo web series Red vs. Blue? Demi. Was it A? Let me say the option so people playing along at home can play along. Was it A? Rooster Teeth. B? Running Gun Studios. C? Machinima. Or D? Rocket Jump. Oscar. Oscar? I like what the head you, of you, Jib. What do you mean? I, I think, I could be wrong, but I think it was Machinima. It was not Machinima. Machinima yes! never made any, like, animated series at all. <laughs> it, it was like, hosted by Machinima at some point, so I'll give him that, however was it was. Was it hosted by Machinima at some point? Machinima had it on their channel. Didn't re really? Yeah, Machinima and Rooster Teeth did a little thing for a bit. Oh. Um, by the way, yeah, Rooster Teeth. Yeah, it's literally still going, still making Red vs. Blue. Unfortunately. Still, after 20 God. years, still. They also, make Rewe they also make Ruibi, which I don't Ruibi? And after... It's basically their attempt at a Western... Ruby. Anime. Ruby. It's spelled Ruibi. Ruibi. I don't it care. Is I don't like it. I just, the main character's just name is Ruby, and it's not spelt like that. It's okay. Silly. So... Oh yeah, Dimmy. No, ha yeah. So Dimmy gets that point. Um, yeah. Okay. So, question seven. What is the name of the Covenant battlecruiser that was the target and namesake of Halo's third mission? Oscar. Oscar. I do know this. The Truth and Reconciliation. Correct. God. Oscar, you're on the board. Fine. Dimmy. <laughs> Dimmy is sitting at four. Oscar is sitting at one. Wait, you didn't read out the... The options. Shit, I didn't. And you I wrote good ones it. too. I wrote, let him have was, it. I wrote Unbelievable. Shadow of Intent, Forward Unto Dawn, wow. Truth and Reconciliation, and the Hammer of Fervor, which wow. is fake. Shadow of Intent appears in Halo 3. Forward Unto Dawn appears in Halo 3 as well, but it's a human ship. <laughs> By the way, the, the ship names in Halo are fucking cool. They are fucking bellissimo. Um So, question eight. How large is the magazine on Halo 1's inversion of the assault rifle? Dimmy. Is it A, 60 rounds, <laughs> B, 32 rounds, C, 50 rounds, or D, 36 Dimmy. rounds? Dimmy. Oscar. Dimmy. 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 <laughs> 60. Correct. Oscar, what were you going to say? I was also going to say 60. That's <laughs> one of the ones Oscar knew, because it... When you're holding it, it clearly says 60. Precisely. It's got, a, it's got like a digital ammo to read at, and it says 60. So, um... I realized I, last time I kept track of the scores by writing them literally down, marking on a piece of paper. I haven't done that this time, so I thought, oh, there's only two, I can keep track of that. Jimmy's on Think five, I'm on one. That was question eight. <laughs> two questions weren't answered. So yeah, Demi's on five, Oscar's on one. Okay. Question nine. What is the name of the monitor of Installation 04? Question... Oh. At, no, A, 041 Static Witness. B, 2401 Pentient Tangent. C, Mendicant Bias. Or D, 343 Guilty Spark. Demi. Demi. It's 343 Guilty Spark. Correct should have mentioned oscar did you know that installation 04 that's the name of the halo ring in the game 
because it's the fourth of the seven rings. I mean, he hasn't spoken to three four three Guilty Spark yet. You haven't. You haven't spoken to him. Oh well. Next question. And then, and the next one, you're definitely not going to know because it's. Final question. Question ten. How long is the Warthog run in the final mission, The Moor? Was it A, 7 kilometers, B, 3.5 kilometers, C, 5 kilometers, or D, 1.7 kilometers? Oscar. Me? I heard you both. I'm going to say Oscar just because I want Oscar to have a chance. Given how slowly those things go, I really hope it's just 1.7 kilometers. <laughs> It is not one point seven kilometers. Dimmy. Five? It is not five. What you was it? Wrong. It is three point five. It was three point five. And oh. I have fun trivia for this, because this is something that has been in the Halo units forever. So the run on that so that path is three point five kilometers long in pretty in like a straight line. It's meant to take place in the Pillar of Autumn itself. Like you're running from like one part to the other to get in a long sword and escape. I know where you're going with this. Yeah, from from bow to stern, those are the correct ship terms, right? From front to back, the pillar of autumn is only one point seven one point seventeen kilometers long. The run is physically impossible. It doesn't fit in the ship. My favorite bit is how, like, sort of in the middle of the run, you stop and um, spoiler alert: Echo four nineteen is coming to pick you up, but she gets taken out by a banshee and crashes and dies. And you're mm. sort of sitting on this little bridge and you, like you're out in the open. So that would hypothetically mean that the Pillar of Autumn is is connected by a massive front bit, massive back bit, and tiny little bridge connecting the two. Oh yeah, it does not... The run, <laughs> the does, run does not make sense. any sense, especially considering the, the hangar that you're running to is on the side in the middle. You see it when at the in the final cuts, and you see like where the where the hangar is. It's in the middle. It doesn't make any sense. The only explanation I've heard for like cool how it could. The only explanation I've heard from like a law guy from like okay, here's how you could potentially make it work. Requires you to make all the ships twice as big. Seems like good. If the pillar of autumn is twice as big and it does a turn, and the run does like a turn, so you like go from one level down to another and go back it's it's a fucking nightmare ah, gameplay wise amazing ending Such it a cool is a good ending over. and also it's so another little fun just, fact it's so good they just did it again in halo 3 <laughs> halo 3 was even better another cool fun fact the warthog in the what that you use in the warthog run all those warthogs are actually not the same warthog you use for the rest of the game they're not yeah they're not they're the they same they created that that level using like a prototype version of the warthog and then realized oh shit that's not as that's a different speed that the usual warthog runs and there's a big jump if you probably remember like towards the end of that run where you make it you go up and then you, sort of, you jump and you get some air time you can't make it with the warthog you're driving for the whole game they actually had to up the speed of the warthog for that last mission uh, no kidding yeah Again, another sign of just how held together with duct tape Halo 1 was. Yeah. Which wouldn't be repeated until the next game when Halo, Halo 2, 2 was even more held together. Halo 2 is tape. held together with uh, thoughts and prayers. It was. <laughs> so, 
We've come to the end of the Minecraft quiz. So that was the Halo quiz. The Minecraft Halo quiz. Shit. <laughs> Minecraft quiz in the brain. Um, so that was ten questions. Three were not answered correctly by either of you. I'm the remaining seven. Oscar, you got one point. Will be Dimmy, you got six. Dimmy, Dimmy you have won the Halo quiz. Congratulations. <laughs> How does it feel to do your victory speech? No, I'm disappointed in myself. I should have done better. I should have known that it was Halcyon class. I should have known that it was 3.5 kilometers. I should have done better. I should have known. But Forever humble I will victory. take this. I will take this victory, and I will. I will hold it, hold it dearly to my my heart for the rest of time. You know what? There is a there is a prize to winning the quiz. Excuse me, Dimmy. Your prize for winning the quiz is you get to do your pop culture recommendation first. So it's time for the close. We're clo we're slowing down the podcast into pop culture recommendations. <laughs> I'm saying that because there's another, there is another sort of audio sting that Ben will put in. Um, yeah. So, Dimmy, nice. what you got for us? Um, yeah, I've got a couple for you. Um, just one. Just one? Well, yeah. I'll start off. Keep it short and sweet. You all familiar with the Scott Pilgrim graphic novel series? Vaguely, yes. yeah. Vaguely. Same author uh, made another graphic novel shortly after he finished that called Seconds. And I read that. It's really, really cool. Highly recommend. It's about a girl named Katie who owns a restaurant and uh, discovers a way that she can fix all her past mistakes by eating this little mushroom she finds and writing her mistake into a journal. And it sounds kind of cheesy, but it's really cute. It's really nice. Highly recommend. It's a good read. Sounds like a reverse death note or something. Yeah, kind of. It's got a nice little moral about living with mistakes and sort of moving forward and stuff. It's nice. Yeah, cool. Okay, cool. So that's, um, so that's, sorry, what's the title of that? Let's just... Uh, seconds. Seconds. Like when you go for seconds at a restaurant, because she owns a restaurant. It's a little, it's a little, little thing. I see what they, see what they did there. <laughs> okay, Oscar you got for us um so this is something that i'm sure a lot of people will have heard of already but i want to uh kind of make a note of it for people who haven't um and that is uh the youtube animation channel uh alan becker um we all kind of think of stick figure animation as kind of being you know pretty basic uh but becker does such elaborate animation with uh with stick figures and it's amazing uh i'm sure a lot of people will have heard of his uh animator versus animation series um if you thought there was only like one of those when you first like watched it in like primary school or something there are now five and you should watch all of them um but also what he's been doing more often is uh, animation versus minecraft um, and I won't spoil it, but just know it's really cool and really amazing and you should definitely watch it. Okay, so that's animated. That's, that's Alan, Alan Becker? Becker on YouTube. On YouTube. Okay. Ah, cool. Um, Alright, and now we come to my recommendation. It is... It is a video game 
called Project Wingman. Project Wingman is described as an as an arcade flight combat game where you play fighter pilot who do stuff in alternate version of Earth. Uh, <laughs> it is basically a fan-made version of uh, of like a sort of fan-made homage to the video game series Ace Combat, which is a similar flight action, arcade flight action game. This one um, was made by one guy from Perth running doing stuff over the internet with an with an art with a with a musician from america i think so basically yeah one guy from perth made this game and you will you could not tell if you look at it it's very well done it's very cool i like it a lot it has a lot of cool ideas that i hope ace combat steals and i just really like having another very good flight flight combat game because we don't have enough of them because hawks disappeared Okay, so that's Project Wingman. I think that Wingman. ends our recommendations. I, th I think that does end our pop culture recommendations for this... I say week, but we do this every fortnight, so... This fortnight. This, <laughs> this fortnight. So with that, we, you know, I feel like we should say we should bid adieu to to the Halo podcast, to episode five. I think so. Been a bit of a rambly one. It's been a rambly yes, one. At first I thought, because we only have three people that, you know, oh, this could be a shorter one. No, no, this is one wasn't. of the longer ones now. <laughs> um, yeah, so we'll see what Ben makes of this in the edit. I hope he can work his magic, because otherwise this will be a real mess. Um, he probably hates us now. Yeah, sorry, Ben. <laughs> um, so, with that, we say goodbye. Bye. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Bye, Oscar. Bye, Dimmy. Farewell. Bye. Have a, have a good one.